This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> I probably will, but you know, other than that. Other than that. I, I'm so lucky in that regard that that sort of thing never happens to me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't fathom having to wait to use my own washroom. I, I just, mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really stingy Not about fun. that. It's <laughs> before you got to go to work too. Oh my Real god! Fun. No, no. Like we have a weird place, right? So we've got a we've got a two bedroom apartment. Um, mm-hmm. One of which is, is is the recording studio here, just to give yeah people a little inside baseball. But it's built in such a way that it's by level. And we've mm-hmm. got two washrooms, you know, so I never have to wait to go to the washroom. And let me tell you, I can never go back. I can never go back, man. Yeah, yeah. A two two bedroom, two bath is a must. It's a must, in my opinion. It seems excessive, um, you know, no. but it's it's priced the same no. as any other apartment in this area. So it works. It's fine. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's excessive, but then again, I do work from home mm-hmm. and everything like that. So to me, that's like a minimum. I don't know. Just <laughs> functionality. I I the, the one one bit ba- uh, one bathroom is not fun. No. No, it's really not. I tell you what else if if at any time I am forced to go back to the office, that's one good thing about it. Like I make so much trash in this place. I I've never taken out the garbage so much in my entire life since this lockdown. It's just been like nonstop. Like, oh, oh, you gonna really? unwrap this too? No, man. Don't 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 unwrap anything else. Everything should be biodegradable and easily like put down the, the garbage disposal. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. So that's much trash. weird. I haven't I, I haven't notice any increase in trash mm-hmm. for me yeah because huh. you know i i guess i'm a wasteful person i don't know i, <laughs> I don't use... you order in a lot though Nah, i mean not no? any more than than a normal person does or anything but well what is it well, well hold on <laughs> what is a normal person in your mind a couple times a week i yeah that probably is what a normal person does i there don't know <laughs> yeah yeah I'm a little ball on it, but a couple times a week. So even then, no, no, no. That's that seems that sounds about right. That's, even then, like I, 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 just, anticipate. I don't know. Everyone's got a different I, like idea of what a normal. That's why I was like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I anticipate like, all right, so there's gonna be a pizza box. Like that's gonna have to get like, yes. you, you know the trick, right? If you have yeah. a big unruly pizza box, the trick is uh, for those listening at home as well, you wet it. You actually empty it out, of course, shake out all the crumbs into your trash can hmm. and take out the little plastic table thingy. But if you wet the pizza box, then you can smush it down and mold it into like just a soggy ball, but a smaller ball. And you can actually put it into your regular trash. Interesting. Yeah. No, I've never done that. Yeah, I've just like crumbled it up, you yeah, know, yeah. break like, it down. There was a place in Chicago, and I think they still exist, but they don't have as many locations as they used to, Reggio's Pizza. And what they would do, they would have just like the circular cardboard disc. You know, pizza goes on top of that. They'd have a little bit of wax, a little bit of foil, and then they would cover the whole thing in paper. And now that I say it out loud, yeah, that does seem super wasteful. But 
The great thing about that is you could just ball up everything and throw it away, you know, or recycle it, whatever you want to do. And you don't have to worry about the right. big, just solid dominoes box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the cardboard has to be better than any plastics, right? Like, not to say that cardboard has no impact. Of course it does, but like, it's got to be way better. So that, you know. Right. Um, you, cause you said there was some sort of plastic on it, correct? There's some type of wax on there. So it doesn't stick to the foil that keeps it warm. Yeah. Right. Right. But, uh, that doesn't sound like the worst setup though. It doesn't. And I mean, what's the most, what's the most ethically responsible way to consume pizza? And of course, the first answer is going to be don't consume pizza at all. Well, to you, I say, fuck you, buddy. We're eating pizza. I, I mean, there's no, what is it? There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. This, this show just got incredibly intelligent for a Thursday <laughs> night. So we're going to reel it back. Like last week, we were talking about the bears, the Charmin bears and, and their, their bathroom habits. So, um, this is like leaps and bounds beyond that. So any new listeners, yeah. thank you for tuning in once again. We promise we're not going to be this smart going forward. Um, no, no, no thoughts. We're done. <laughs> we're done with those. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, yeah. Let's talk about Nick Cannon, y'all. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of dumb, Nick Cannon of dumb. has never heard of birth control or he just plain old doesn't like it. In any form whatsoever. I don't understand this man. Now, before we get to the story, of course, of course, we want to make sure to, to, to lay, lay this down and say, you know, our condolences go to Nick Cannon, uh, because his, he did have a son pass away last month after fighting cancer. So of course, everything we say here is in jest, but our hearts and our minds do go out to Nick Cannon and his family after that devastating news. So. I mean, that obviously that it goes without say that we're well, we still need to say it. We're not talking about that in any way, right. in any capacity. We're, right. you know, not ignoring that, but, you know, kind of ignoring that in a way. Yeah, but we will say, hey, it's, man, yeah. Nick Cannon we know that you are a popular man. We understand that you've got this Kavorka thing on lock and the ladies love you. What, 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 what does bringing another, what, why, why aren't you wearing a condom, sir? Why? This is eight. Well, he's already said that he doesn't believe in that. He <sighs> believes like God's going to do what God's going to do kind of thing. I mean, yeah. Okay. There's the pull and pray technique. Sure. You know, we've, we've all been in high school. We know how this goes. Uh, you know, it's just, dude, uh, no, man, it's <laughs> look, the money train is coming for him right now. I'm saying as as a, as a man who has had scares in the past, who has committed to himself that if any of these scares came to fruition, I would stick around and there's not going to be anything that's going to keep me from being a part of my child's life. Right. Yeah. You know, knock on wood. I'm a lucky man. Like I said, I'm friends with my exes. I run deep checks. I make sure I know. You're running background checks. You know, ain't, ain't no yeah. floating chads out there or, or. Oh, God. No, none of them. So <laughs> all that being said, Nick Cannon, with multiple children at this point and several jobs, he just got a, a talk show now. Um, oh, God, he does. Yeah, he's he's coming for that Ellen money, man. He's he's on daytime talk. He's coming for that Kelly Clarkson 
Drew Barrymore cash. So watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's got all these jobs. What's going to happen when the jobs ultimately run out? That's a lot um, of kids to pay he, for college for. He, I mean, I don't think you can pay for all of those kids to go to college. So <laughs> some of them are going to have to get scholarships or some of them are going to have to be kids that don't go to college. You know, mm. may the may the odds be in your favor. You know, um, I <laughs> talking gonna... about jobs, jobs drying up kind of thing. I think if he's smart with his money. Yeah. With how much he does work, he should be able to sustain that, like, even if he doesn't work as much when he gets older. I mean, he's going to take over, like, Steve Harvey-type jobs. Can you imagine him not working? Unless he gets, like, accusations or something. He's just going to do shit like that. And there's always going to be a game show to host. There's always going to be something like that. Right. I mean, how can you you levy accusations on a man where so many willing consensual partners are coming out of the woodwork for him i mean that's i mean that's one thing we'll say there's no nope as of now there's there's nothing like everyone has agreed to this you know you know god bless them for that um on this article from tmz it says here at the end cannon said on the breakfast club the idea that a man should have one woman we should have anything i have no ownership over this person we're not saying you should have ownership over anybody, Nick. We're saying maybe a little loyalty, a little bit of self-respect. Okay. Uh, it's about what it's Why changed. do people think that that fidelity and committing to one person is some sort of like ownership or being tied down or weird thing? Like, why why does it have to be any of that? Why well, can't it just be you're fucking happy with the one person that you've chosen to spend your life with? That's an interesting thought. Actually, let's discuss that for a moment. So it's it's a yeah. a, a, a pop culture thing, I think, that has a lot to do uh, with that with that definition of, you know, fidelity. I think it's just the fact that in in popular music, you know, the the whole phrase your mind, even on the the very base of just like banality being um valentine day candy it's you know the little hearts say you're mine so it is almost like in as as a child as you're as you're learning about love as you're growing up oftentimes love is equated to ownership of someone's heart and hopefully when people grow and they learn and they evolve in their lives they learn that it's not about ownership it's about partnership but apparently nick kind of got stuck on that but first is part he of the lesson. is he dumb enough to think that a a cultural like word choice like your mind which is meaning which is more of a like philosophical thing rather mm-hmm. than actual ownership like how how does he translate that in his mind that that doesn't make sense to me. It does like not. he he actually thinks <laughs> there's ownership. There is no ownership. You cannot you cannot do that. You cannot truly possess another person in that way. Yeah. You you build a thing like out of your partnership. That's, That's why true. it's like your your mine. You know, like that that is not inherently a bad statement. Not that not that you were saying it was bad. It's it's just like a. It's just like a like a romantic statement in that way. Right. Um, to some, to some, it's just not even romantic at all, which is fine. But I, I'm just like I, I, there's I just think there's this thing 
especially in our culture right now, where we're seeing a lot of people be like, ugh, to like Fidelity? monogamy. <laughs> monogamy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. loyalty. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, just wanting one person. And it's been like a lot of like, no, you should be open, this and that. I'm like, well, okay, if you want to do that, and you're not hurting anyone, nobody's hurting in the situation, fine, I don't care. But there's nothing wrong, like the, like the idea, I've never, ever liked when people, you know, spew the idea that it's not natural. I'm like, please, please. If it wasn't natural, then why do so many of us gravitate toward it? Yeah, and like you said before, it's fine. If you want to have more than one partner, yeah. if you yeah. are in a relationship with more than one person, if you happen to have an open relationship, all of that is completely 100% okay. If you don't want a relationship at all, if you just want to sleep around or or just date randomly, that's okay too as long that's as you're not true. hurting people. You know, shout out to our aces. But I, I, I want to make yeah, it clear, too. all of this is available to you as long as you're honest about it. Yeah. As long as you and whatever partner you seek or don't seek are honest about what your expectations are for the relationship, you can achieve that and you can have that and you can feel good about it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in the type of relationship you want, not being not going behind somebody's back and and, and feeling good about the person you're with? It's like a breath of fresh air. We've all been cheated on before. Most of us have even cheated before. But when you're in that relationship with that person, that one person, and you know that they're in a relationship with you, you have nothing to worry about. That is such a pleasant feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's on another level, obviously. Like, yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just hear that, especially from a guy like him who's, you know, he's clearly like he's got all of these women, all of this, these situations. I don't know. Right. And I'm like, you just seem like you're giving a whole lot of crumbs to a lot of people. And sadly, they think it's like a fucking feast. And that (laughs) that that is really, really sad to me, you know? Yeah. Like the fact that he okay, like you you brought this up last time. How can he be a good father to eight children? How can you and and maybe eight children in the same household? He could dedicate more time to all of them, but like they're all with different parents. Like it's just I don't I don't understand how you physically do that and work as many jobs as he works. Right. Right. Well, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, if they're all in the same household, obviously, you know, yeah, there's, that makes things a little easier. That would make things a little bit easier. But I don't know if Nick Cannon just has a compound, you know, that he's living on. We don't know how he lives. We don't know about his life in that regard. But we may find out one day, given the fact that he's got a talk show and appearances on a breakfast club and a Today show and et cetera, et cetera. We're going to learn a lot about Nick Cannon. Maybe he'll get a reality show out of this, and we'll we'll learn a new way of living that only Nick Cannon. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a reality show person. I would probably watch that. That yeah. sounds ridiculous. <laughs> you know, just seeing how he balances family life, multiple romantic partners, and getting to What do we to call his... it? Hmm. What do we call it? Cannonball? <laughs> Cannon fodder? <laughs> <laughs> Wilding out with Nick Cannon. 
my god <laughs> he already used the perfect name but you know for something else completely all right oh, well, let's move god. on from nick i'm sure this isn't the last we're going to hear from him because he's hilarious ladies and gentlemen um yeah what else he is got? he is a america's hot mess right now i yes. think as far as the men are concerned you know uh-huh that is true I think he holds that title who's a who's a hotter mess and doing all of this type of shit men hotter. only let's let's <laughs> Let's gender it, even though we shouldn't gender things. No, that's fine. Just to, just to go. And the reason I say that is because there are a lot of hot messes, I think, around. You know? That's we got to narrow it down a little bit. You know, I personally am a little concerned that I don't know at this very moment where Army Hammer is. I don't know. He could be oh, outside God. my door. You know what? He could he, be downstairs. That might be better. He's he's off nibbling on someone. He could be going through my mail. I don't know where Army Hammer he's, is right now. Army Hunter is hunting a human right now. Like, I can almost guarantee Army it. <laughs> Army Hunter. Yeah, he is hunting a human. He's out there. It. I love it. Oh, yeah. shit. He I is mean, he is playing the most dangerous game, y'all. <laughs> going for that meat. Oh, God. Yep. It's some scary shit. And, you know, it's, it's even scarier that there's still some people who were like, yeah, I still would. Like, no, dude. You're going you're gonna to leave legless. Don't go there. It's not worth it. Yeah, if you think that <laughs> that Army Hammer is worth it, and that's like worth uh, <laughs> worth losing that leg or whatever, right. I, I really, really hope that you get better sex soon <laughs> from someone because <laughs> it's just you better must affection. Yeah, just like well, you know, I had two legs. I didn't really need both of them. So yeah, you're like, I would get rid of this leg yeah. to have sex with him. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> what if he's, he's pro- lame? He's oh, he's definitely lame. That man is lame as fuck. <laughs> he's got a pretty face. He never had to work for it. Oh. He's never had to work for a single thing in his entire life. That man does not give head. I'm okay. just saying it oh, right now. See now, all right. I respectfully. Oh. Oh, what? Respectfully, I disagree. Really? Because how else would he have developed a taste for the human body? Oh, no, Matthew. (laughs) Matthew. (laughs) You know, he took the phrase a a little bit too literal and decided to. Yeah. Well, okay. then he's terrible at it. That's the second. That's the follow up. That, he's terrible okay. at it. It's a toothy one for sure, but he still gives it. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. It's not accidental toothy either. It's intentional toothy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's kind of scary. send this episode to our family members. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the family group chat. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, we talked a little bit about Spotify last week. I believe we did. I believe we mm-hmm. touched on that. I'm just curious if they're going to cave, man. Yeah. With all this pressure. That's what. So, I, that's the only thing I care to discuss. Like, do you think they're going to cave? That's what I want to know from well, you. A lot of things happened in the meantime. Like, you know, we, for instance, we heard about Neil Young. Uh, backing out for the other platform. Yeah. Uh, other artists have joined as well. Joni Mitchell, India RE have also mm-hmm. uh, removed their catalogs. It's this weird thing though, because even though these artists have um, removed their catalogs from the service, they're still there 
in whatever features they did with any other artists, whatever whatever collaborations they did, whatever like um you know that they don't own kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like just some odd one off songs that, you know, aren't top ten hits. They're like, you know, on right. the on the B sides or whatever. But right. I digress. Um of course Joe Rogan not only uh says various um things about uh COVID uh, and about how you should treat it and about how you should feel about it. Uh, he also had some thoughts about the term black, saying that no one should call themselves black except for those from the deepest, and I quote, darkest part of Africa. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to talk about that at length. But what was surprising to me today, and you know, I, I shouldn't even say surprising. It was... um something that I was hoping <laughs> didn't happen with this individual, but John Stewart on his podcast uh, came out in defense of uh, Joe Rogan, basically saying everybody's overreacting about it, you know, saying, Oh, you know, I can see he basically did the, the whole both sides thing to the situation. And I understand in some cases that is a valid conversation to have in this situation. With a man with that much influence, there's no going, oh, well, I'm just talking. You know, you have to understand, like, you have millions of people listening to your every word. Certain things you say, you can't be reckless with. You can't just sit there and smoke pot and talk about, oh, well, yeah, you know, the blacks and all that stuff. No. That's, <laughs> that's my job. Right. <laughs> We're still working <laughs> on those millions of people, but we'll get there. <laughs> You know, what's what's funny to me, too, um, to answer your immediate question, will yeah. they cave? I don't think so. They really? Lost, I don't think so, because they're hoping this whole thing is going to blow over. They've already spent a lot of money on Joe Rogan, you know. But it's that, not as much money as they're going to f- they keep fucking losing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you, you're going to see that needle go the other way. I mean, sure, we've got Neil Young standing up for We've got uh, Joni Mitchell and D.R.E. Where are these other artists? You know, uh, I know what argument is that a lot of them don't own their music. They can't get up there yeah. and say that. A lot of them do. Taylor Swift has not said. I was going to say, if Taylor Swift takes her music off, takes Taylor's version off of Spotify, right. I'm switching to Apple immediately. There you go. That's the one that will... Like, right now, I'm still on Spotify because I'm hoping they'll reverse this. Um, it's how I like to send, you know, send music to my girlfriend. Like, we, like mm-hmm. it's it's just the platform that I use, and I'm really hoping for the best. Yeah. But certain things happen, I will switch. Yeah. And, I mean, to the, to the point of making a statement about it, we have yeah. removed our podcast from Apple. Po- from Apple. Apple doesn't no. care about us. We've removed our podcast <laughs> from Spotify. For yeah. the time being, until yeah. we see how this whole thing blows over. Because, you know, it just didn't feel right. There are other platforms. We're not getting paid, obviously, to be on Spotify. And that's actually where I was going. It's funny to see the amount of people on Twitter who go, oh, well, Spotify has enough money for podcasts, but they can't pay these artists more than such and such. It's like Spotify has money for, for podcasters. Where is this money at? It's, I mean, just for Joe Rogan. I don't think. They're should I? Should I ask yeah. him for my money? Because I, <laughs> if, if yeah. he has it, I'll talk to him. You mm-hmm. know, not for long. 
I guarantee you, he's looking for a guest to get on pretty soon too to talk about that. I, I really feel like you could probably get on that podcast. You know this. what? I don't yeah. want to. That's a lot of pressure. And I tell you that what, is. I got, I got. You don't want to speak. You don't want to speak for an entire community. No, not at the moment. Not I should at, stop not at saying that. I moment. really should. That that should not. That should. I should have not said that. Mm. Even once, and yet mm-hmm. I've said it what twice? Several times. That was a mistake. I can't even edit it out. I am not point. allowed no. at certain locations anymore. No. And you know what? That's fair. That's. <laughs> once again, I once again I say everyone cancel me. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. We've reached that point. You know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't see this thing. Um, I. They've already made various allowances. For what he said, mm-hmm. they're putting a, a yeah. disclaimer at the beginning of his shows from now on. I feel like they f- they feel their hands are clean. I know that Spotify dropped uh, their stock value dropped like four billion dollars or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's gonna bounce back the other way. I mean, you know, politics it, yeah. and ethics don't play well in the stock market. It's all about what they're bringing to the table. If Joe Rogan adds a million more listeners to the platform. Guess what? That stock price is going right back up. Yeah, so, no, that's true. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess we can, I mean, this is kind of a weird transition, but we can talk about financial decisions that are shocking. I I don't know. Yes, financial wordle. decisions. Your, your Wordle game <laughs> your precious wordle has your, been sold to the, the new york times the collective wordle yes new york times bought wordle new york times bought wordle from josh wardle and i don't think i brought that to your attention last time we talked about this game his the, name is josh wardle it is <laughs> and now he's what like a millionaire he is Congratulations to Josh Wardle. I want to put that out there right away because you know what? I'd have sold too because, um, yeah, it's like a game he made in his spare time for his wife that took off and yeah. everybody else started playing it. I don't know if he intended for that to be the case, but I tell you what, if I make a car for my get? wife, what's up? How much did he get? They haven't said exactly, but it's in the low seven figures. Hmm. So interesting. It is. It is interesting. It's surprising to me that the New York Times is willing to drop that type of loot on a game, <laughs> trying to get themselves some goodwill. I mean, they are known for like their crossword puzzles. That's it's true. a word-based game. They have their app, their their crossword app, and everything like that. You can subscribe to. That makes sense to me. That's. I mean, that's a thing they're famous for. Right. So that that does make sense to me. Right. Right. And in, in the article, uh, Time Magazine did an interview with him, um, and he actually said, "My biggest sense actually right now isn't joy; it's relief." I totally get that too, because it's a lot of pressure. I mean, I think they're on puzzle like number two sixty seven or something. You know, people post about mm-hmm. it every day, and more and yeah. more people are getting on board, especially since our podcast episode about the subject. So, of course, yes. Uh, it's interesting that he has to come up with a new word or set the algorithm to come up with a new word every day. And a couple of days ago, the word was moist and people did not like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shit happens, y'all. It, it does. <laughs> um, you know, 
but of course, with everything, there's there's a phase. So this was the wordle phase of the pandemic. I'm wondering what's next on the horizon. What's going to be the next thing? What's going to be the next phase? Hunting humans. Hunting. Army Hammer is going to come on the podcast right after this, guys, and talk about it. Human so. Hunter, Army Hammer on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I guess it's the Rogan era of the, of the pandemic now, which kind of always has been because he's been spreading his garbage <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, are you going to stop playing Wordle? Absolutely not. Or, I fully no, support. I fully support Josh Wardle <laughs> and his decision. It's still fun. Um, yeah, him getting his, his money. It makes yeah. sense. You know, and they said the New York Times said that it's going to remain free. For the foreseeable future. Now, what free means, whether it's With free. Ads. What's that? With ads With, uh, on their app. That's where yeah. I was going. Whether or not it means free or free in quotation marks. With ads that pop up every time you complete a puzzle or, you know, need a little extra help. You get extra moves by paying money. We're going to see how it's monetized. I'm actually fascinated by the whole thing. Because ultimately it couldn't last forever. Either someone was going to buy it or the guy was going to be like, hey... This is getting expensive. I got to shut this website down. Too many people are getting on here a day. Take yeah. care, you know. Yeah. So it was. It was either I'm glad or. He got his money and got out. I hope it was higher up in the seven figures. You know. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the early days of Words with Friends? Yes. Yes. What an era. What a great era. I I, mean, I, I wouldn't mind returning to that. I wouldn't mind playing that type of game again. You know. It's a whole new game. It'd be fun. And that's actually what I was getting at. It's a whole new game because words with friends, is? word with words with friends, because Zynga, um, who was sold to, I don't know who bought Zynga and this is going to bug me now, which actually ties into our, uh, our conversation overall. About Video games. These. Yeah. We can go back to that next. So, so yeah. what, what's different about words with friends? So anyway, Zynga, uh, kept trying to monetize it basically. So now mm-hmm. you can pay real money to get in-game stuff. So you can make the tiles look different. You can get a hint. You can get yeah. extra, you know, such and such. Anything but affect the actual Scrabble game itself you can pay for, right? So paying for a hint is basically the same as you going to like a website like Anagrammer and cheating or something, you know? Yeah. So I guess it just makes it easier because it's all in the app. But... Um, they had a, of course, a, a, okay. So here it is. Zynga had a, a partnership with Hasbro initially. That's when they came out with the, <laughs> the home version, the, the, the physical version of Words with Friends, which was so Scrapple. Yeah, Scrapple basically. Yeah. And then yeah. they got bought out by uh, Take Two Interactive, um, in January. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for twelve point seven billion dollars. Billion with a B. Yep. The Farmville How the fuck company. are they worth that much? The Farmville people. <laughs> oh, that's right. They had Farmville too. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's two different. Uh, you know. Yeah. Like like two different really big properties. I get that. That's true, but I didn't think they were that lucrative anymore, especially with what I just described to you. I mean, it, no. it seems silly to pay for like, oh, I want a plaid color for my words with friends tiles. It must happen they, this way. They've got to have. Like, like they've got to have some other property, right? Not just Words with Friends in Farmville. Um, let's see. They have something called CSR Racing 2, the most popular racing game mm-hmm. on mobile devices. Never heard of it. Yeah. 
we're not racing fans, I guess. <laughs> no, not really. No. So, yeah, that's going on. Um, other acquisitions, stuff that's been going on. So we know the big news, of course, a couple weeks ago was the fact that uh, Microsoft bought. Who did they buy this time? Not Bethesda. They already bought them. They bought somebody else. Activision? I don't know. <laughs> um, Blizzard? Yeah, Activision Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. That's exactly who they bought. So Sony decided to go, ha-ha, well, you want to do that? I'll tell you what. We're going to buy your old friends, Bungie, for $3.6 billion. Bungie, of course, the people who developed the original Halo games for the Xbox system. Mm-hmm. So this is actually quite the middle finger. To, to Microsoft when you think about it. The console wars are back, everybody. It's about to get petty up in it's here. Kinda, it's kind of fun. It it's kind of fun it that is. it's back. Like, it <laughs> I mean, it's annoying. It's going to get annoying. There's going to be shit that really bugs me because I don't have both systems. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, let's, let's go back to fighting. I don't know. Well, I mean, the good news is the long-term effects aren't going to be here um, for a couple years, you know, yeah. the games that are in development, they're not even close to done, but they're being developed multiple for, for multiple platforms. And I'm sure there's going to be certain deals that are worked out to make them cross platform. We've seen these systems coexist before with games like Rocket League, Fortnite, mm-hmm. of course, um, MLB's the show. MLB's did, uh, the like, show has done that. Yeah. yeah. Which is our other news. MLB the show, the groundbreaking thing that happened with that. Uh, showing up on on um, Xbox for the, the last game will yeah. now be on the Nintendo Switch as well. Really? You so you can take that's, MLB MLB the show on the go. You can take that show on the great. road. If they don't make that a commercial, oh my god! Take that show on the road. Come on, give me give me a fucking check. Ah, come give on. Give me money. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this is a big deal. Um, three point six billion is what you said. Three point six billion. And their big thing right now is Destiny, right? That's right. Lots of people play Destiny too. I know it's a big, big game. Um, with the party chat guys, they love it. Doing all those raids, it's multiplayer, but it's got like a um a single player type of vibe to it as well. So yeah, Destiny too. I played a little bit of the first one. It wasn't really my thing, but I understand why people love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so lots of stuff going on there. I think that's all the acquisition news we have here. Um, yeah. So, I was curious. Have you seen any ads for the Olympics? Because, like, the Olympics started tonight. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, the Olympics are happening, like, yesterday. Right, right. Um, I have seen, I feel like I just did the lead-in like a uh, like a news announcer when you did that. Just, mm-hmm, just shaking my head, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm mm-hmm. standing here in front of this school, Lex. And as you can see, no one's here at the moment. But earlier today... There was quite a kerfuffle, and then we cut to the actual, you know, argument going on. Anyway, yes, I I have seen ads for the Olympics, and you know why? Because I am a dedicated watcher of the Today Show. But outside of that, nowhere else. 
have I seen ads for this for the for the yeah they did a really bad job yeah promoting it like this is I would say the worst you know I've ever seen and it's sad too because the ad campaign features Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and you would think you know they want to get the most bang for their buck out of that yeah. song it's a popular song it's catchy but no I've I've seen it like once an episode of on uh, on the Today Show and that's it. I wonder if they're like, we don't have the money to promote this. <laughs> that sounds weird, but like, I wonder if the last one was just really rough because we're still in COVID. Yeah. Not only that, but experience. there's usually more of a refractory period, too, because, you know, of course, it's yeah. supposed to happen every two years. But Tokyo got pushed back because mm-hmm. of COVID. Like you were, you were mentioning to me off air yesterday. Um you know, this is like back-to-back years. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's throwing everybody off. People haven't yeah. had a chance to recover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy the Olympics, so I'm like, oh, cool, the Olympics is on. But <laughs> it is weird. It's really weird It is that it's back on. It so is. So close to the last one. So have you seen any of it yet? I know you said it started tonight. Did you watch anything? No, I haven't. I haven't watched anything for it yet. I turned to it this morning for a little bit because, you know, it's got that 4K stream and I wanted to see if it was really, you know, all it was built up to be. Yeah, that's that is what I'm curious about as well on YouTube TV. Yeah. And then when I turned to it, it was like a women's hockey game. I think it was the U.S. versus Norway. And then someone got hurt and they had to cart her off. So I'm like, ah, this is kind of a bummer. I'm going to come back to this later and hopefully everything will be all right. Never came back. But, <laughs> you know, hopefully everybody's all right. And uh, hockey was played. So we're going to come back and see what's going on. Yeah, my gay ass would have kept watching, but, you know, good for you. For the drums? For, well, yeah, that was <laughs> that was interesting that that's where your mind went and not to the fact that I'm like a lesbian watching women's hockey. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you didn't feed into a, a stereotype. <laughs> what were you saying? I said, not only do you have a girlfriend, you can look at a girl in many multiple multitude of places doing things. So, uh, you know, my mind automatically didn't go there. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you saying? Right I'm now? saying you can look at. I wasn't. I wasn't talking about it that way. I was just talking about gay sports. Oh, okay. Like Matthew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Jesus Moving on. Christ. <laughs> And I didn't mean it the way you thought I meant. Anyway, all right. I don't. I I feel like we're both we're both going to bad. Pl- we we got to move on. We got to move, move on. on. We're gonna take it somewhere that cannot got be some sexualized comic, at all. We're gonna talk comic about book. Batman. Oh, we can sexualize Batman. That's true. That's nothing but. Have you like, seen Batman fucking Catwoman? Come on, he's been sexualized. That's true. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Remember that sauciness? Yeah, remember that whole debacle about, yeah, Batman's a hero and he wouldn't actually give Catwoman anything extra in the bedroom, so. Didn't they also show his dick in a comic? They did. I forgot about that. It was one of those uh, black label DC comics. We've got to really stop sexualizing Batman. (laughs) He's very young. We shouldn't sexualize him. We should try not to. Now, see, I, I don't think they should stop. But I think they should be a little bit more savvy about how they do it. No, like, I'm kidding. They can, they can, they should do whatever. I don't care. I don't, Who cares? I don't think just straight up just showing Bat Dong is a great idea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could do that. 
But it's about oh, the, it's no. about the Do we name this episode Bat Dong? I can't do it. No. Nope. I, nope. No. Not vetoing. I, nope. You know, nope. usually nope. I'd be like on board. That's not happening. I, it's not do. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I, I refuse. I refuse. Continue. Anywho, the Batman Calzone is the thing at a uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> oh, this is resnaculous news. <laughs> this is file this under resnaculous. Now, mm-hmm. somebody that loathes little caesar's pizza with every fiber of his being not only because you don't you don't love little c's oh my god (laughs) oh my god it is literally the 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 lowest tier of oh yeah it's fast food pizza in my eyes like you know what's the highest what's the best of fast food pizza surprisingly domino's Domino's is the best fast food pizza, in my opinion. And it didn't always, it wasn't always that way. Pizza Hut used to be untouchable. I was going to say, I would have picked the Hut. Right. Pizza Hut had it on lock with their cool-ass restaurants, their red plastic cups, that whole aesthetic, having a couple of arcade games in there. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. No doubt about it. But Domino's. They they upped their game mm-hmm. when it came to the recipe. They did a they they did a whole like restructuring. They were like, we are the 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 um <laughs> what word am I looking for here? Jesus Christ, you would think I was high right now. No, we are the punchline of pizza restaurants. We need to do something, and they did. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Papa John's got Shaq, and you can't be mad at Shaq too much. Well, Papa that. went crazy. He did. He did. And everything else, you know, just kind of fell apart. Yeah, it's weird when you get fired from a company that's named after you. Like, that's fucked up. Somewhere Papa is doing coke and making <laughs> predictions about the future. Oh, man, I'll never forget that interview where he was His just... His eyes glistening. Sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It was so weird. I will have my vengeance. <laughs> Semi-related. The Papa's coming back. The Papa will return. In Eternals Part 2. Um, semi-related, Shane McMahon got fired from WWE, which was fucking hilarious, because his daddy owns the company. I don't know who that is. Shane McMahon is the son of Vince McMahon, who's the owner of WWE. That makes sense. Is that that guy with the gray hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he looks like he's... Um, Please continue. I'm a disgruntled sure. father. Yep. That's a, him. Yeah. Yeah. With his little tight haircut. Mm-hmm. Douchebag. He looks like a cop. <laughs> he looks like a cop. <laughs> he looks like a cop. He, he used does. to have he used to have bigger hair, but then Donald Trump cut it off. Oh yeah. The fluffy hair. Mm-hmm. The fluffier yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a fucking cop, doesn't he? He does. I can see that. In his, his other life, yeah. he could be a, just an a angry cop. Yeah. Anyway, back to something you care about. Little Caesar's calzone. So, the calzone. This looks terrible. It is terrible. It, it looks like a ruined pizza, basically. Yeah. Um, and here I go making it weird again. Uh, multiple people. And I think, <laughs> I think Kelsey sent me this on TikTok. Multiple people have pointed out that this calzone, this Batman calzone specifically, doesn't look like a bat symbol. It looks like an overnight pad. It's got wings. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, you can't unsee that. Can't unsee it. It's got wings and everything. Mm-hmm. The way it kind of rolls up at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh... 
All they got to do is pour some blue liquid on there. You've got yourself an ad campaign. Um, I'm not surprised God has abandoned us. Mm. Anyway, continue. And so apparently this comes with something called crazy sauce, when in actuality is just regular old red sauce. Oh, okay. That's not crazy at all. Not even spice added to it? Mm-mm. Not, not crazy. even Not even salt to get the spiciness that will, you know, make white people who are eating Little Caesars <laughs> feel feel like a little spicy for the night. A little spicy for the night. Nah, you, you get that spice from Pizza Hut. They've got some spicy pizza now or something like that. Do they um, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you want something hot and ready, you go ahead and check out Little Caesars. They got they got your Batman Calzone overnight pad ready for you. <laughs> Order on the mobile app. Papa's in the house. Nobody out pizzas the hut. Something something Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's the Batman Calzone. <laughs> the Papa will return. The Papa will return. Twenty twenty three. In Eternals Part Two. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels. I feel like he would be just a a, a, a scorned god type character. You know, I was the Papa of Pizza. And now you will feel my vengeance. I eat pizzas every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the lizard king. The way he looked like he ate pizzas every day. Too. <laughs> Wait, I believe it, Dan. Pizza is my life. <laughs> Anybody okay. else? I'd be like, doubt. I, I honestly believe you. Can we help you in some way now? Oh, man. Well, you know, Lex, around these parts, we like to celebrate a little something called black history month it's it's uh february oh. and i'd like to wish everybody a black history month it's never a bad time to learn about your Not black me, history obviously unless but, you live in the yeah. south oh wait you live in the South, son of a bitch. Okay. I, I am white and live in the South, <laughs> so the it is fuck? not a happy Black History Month to me. It no. is a um, – how much money do you want me to send you on Venmo? It's a scary Black History Month for you. That's what it is. There's old-fashioned book burnings going on around them parts, okay? Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here we to recommend – only burn certain books. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. You're threatened – Threatened by comics. We never burn the good book. <laughs> never. Never burn the good book. Well, I mean, that'd be kind of impossible to do, because if you're burning a book, by definition, it's bad. So, anyway, that's a whole different thought experiment there. Let's talk about some books that I recommend for Black History Month. First of all, one that came out on the that was delivered to me on the very first day of this month of February. The Milestone Comics Compendium. For those of you not familiar, Milestone Comics was a, a, a sub-brand of DC Comics that was popularized back in the 90s. It gave us such famous characters as Hardware, Icon, Rocket, but the one that everybody knows, Static. Not Static Shock, just Static. That's right. The cartoon was not, named Static, static Shock. Shock. People were confused oh. because the cartoon was named Static Shock, but the character's name was actually Static, you see. So... All oh, that okay. being said, I didn't know that. a lot of the stories from the beginning of uh, from from the very uh, creation of Milestone Comics have been collected into a paperback trade paperback, if you will, that was recently released from DC Comics celebrating 
this amazing run of books. Now, the great thing about this book, especially if you're in the South for Black History Month, is that at a whopping 1,300 pages, you can also use this as an offensive weapon if you get in a bad situation. So trust me. Get this comic, read this comic, use this comic to knock some sense into a racist. Thank you very much. Yeah, we um, we condone hitting white people with comics. Yep. Wait, I I mean, I do. (laughs) I agree with that way too fast. I condone hitting (laughs) racists with comic books. You see, if you are a racist, is that not the same thing? Or are we just not being real here? I mean, really, what do you have to lose, right? If somebody's racist and yeah. they admit that they are, if they're if they're comfortable with that fact that yeah. they, they are a hateful person, mm-hmm. then they're telling me that they dislike me for the very reason that I exist. So me mm-hmm. hitting them upside the head with a tome such as Milestone Comics, hopefully leaving the M imprint on the side of their head for the double tap of Milestone and Matt would mm-hmm. be fucking rad because they can't hate me any more than they already yeah. do. So it's a win-win. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree. I support this. Okay. Do it. In a, Go for it. <laughs> in a not-so-Black History Month recommendation, I have to recommend this awesome comic to everybody. Um, we've been pretty Batman-heavy, I guess, on this episode, ironically. Nightwing. It's all about that bat dick. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of Dick, Dick Grayson, ladies and gentlemen, Nightwing. Oh, shit. It it worked out. Tom Taylor is writing the recent run of uh, Nightwing. It is available on Hoopla. I downloaded it myself, the first graphic novel. Um, He's smiling. He's happy. He's got a purpose. He's got a reason to live. Barbara's back in the picture. He's got a little puppy. Everything about this book fucking slaps. He's got a puppy? You need to read the Tom Taylor run of Nightwing. When I tell you, I'm adding it now. When I tell you that it hits those same notes as Hawkeye, <gasps> really, it's so good. It's so good. Dude. And the artwork okay. is phenomenal. I mean, Every cover is a work of art. It is a great book. Um, Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Trying to find it. Anyway. Anyway. No, that's that's awesome. Um, I mean, that's a great way to sell me, at least. The name of the uh, of the graphic novel uh, for the Tom Taylor run, because it actually starts in like it. They don't go back yeah. and renumber it, but this one is called Leaping into the Light. Okay. Illustrated by Bruno Redondo. I want to give him his due as well. Does a fantastic job. Added to favorites. It is it is technically Nightwing Volume One, Leaping into the Light. But mm-hmm. yeah, it starts at like seventy eight. So exactly, yeah. So it can be confusing, so, but yeah, it's worth checking out. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna add it. So it's I been a while since I had a, a good comic recommendation that I could really get behind and tell people to check out. So I'm glad this mm-hmm. episode I was able to give two. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Support them comics, y'all. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's wall of weird time. Oh, it's time for wall of weird. Okay. Did you add this or did I? Cause oh, I, I truly don't remember. I added this. Are you familiar with the story? No, I am not. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and yeah. tell you what's going on here. Okay. This is according to CBS Philly. 
CBS Philly 3, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in Philadelphia, shout out to CBS Philly 3. They do good They do good work over there. What a weird shout out. Continue. <laughs> a Friday night. I'm sorry. A Friday night out turned into a melee in Ben Salem at a Golden Corral restaurant. Now police are trying to figure out how it started. A former employee of the restaurant says he was told the fight may have happened after a customer became enraged when the buffet ran out of steak. No. Video shared with Eyewitness News shows punches being thrown and high chairs flying as a fight breaks out inside the Golden Corral in Ben Salem. High chairs? Dude. As in like children's chairs? All right. Pause for the cause. I need you to watch a few seconds of this fight. I need yes. you to see this video. Pause for the calls. <laughs> okay. It's loading, so. <laughs> okay. Good old eyewitness news. And of course, it's got like 20 billion ads on those Of books, course but... it does. Need to get on that. You black Oh, life. my God. What is wrong with people? Look at this. This is anarchy. It is. COVID has fucked us up. Possibly beyond repair. I'm worried about humans. My goodness. And we've always been troublesome, but oof. I expect this yeah, kind of thing I, at a Waffle House, bad. but a Golden Corral. Come on. You know, I feel like, uh, you know what, Matt? I'm going to say I would expect that more from a Golden Corral than I would a Waffle House. Really? There, I said it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Golden Corral is very trashy, mm-hmm. whereas I think that Waffle House has a mass appeal to a lot of different types of people mm-hmm. for different reasons. Um, but Golden Corral is just like, it's just garbage humans in there. I've been to Golden Corral a couple of times. I have too. Their steak is not worth fighting over. If you're getting steak at Golden Corral and you're like, this is the shit that I need, (laughs) you need to blink or something for help so you need some sort of help everybody has been in a part in their life where they they haven't had a good steak yet okay so yeah you know a good steak isn't something that everybody gets at home you know everybody's parents as much as we love home Mm -hmm. cooking everybody's parents can't really throw down in the kitchen it's it's virtually impossible for that to be true so sometimes people are going to grow up in a household where burnt steaks are a thing yeah. Sometimes steak True. doesn't even enter the conversation yeah. for the dinner table. You know, maybe they got a lot of kids or something like that. I understand completely. And so sometimes going to a place like the Golden Corral or one of those steakhouses where it's all you can eat. And oh, by the way, steak is over here, too. Sometimes that's the thing. You can't help but grow up in that environment. So when that's all you have and they tell you that the steak is gone. You're gonna have to throw a baby chair. You still don't throw chair. high chairs, you Matthew. Throw, you gotta no. throw a high no. chair, Lex. Don't throw the baby. Uh, no. Okay. All right. You're too into wrestling, bud. <laughs> I gotta reel you in. <laughs> I gotta reel you in. I've never seen nothing like that in Golden Corral before. Former employee Dylan Becker said. Becker, who used to work at the Ben Salem Golden Corral, says he was told by a current employee about the altercation. So this this fight was so bad. That somebody who worked there had to call somebody who quit or got fired and was like, yo, it's great you don't work here anymore. Let me tell you what happened at work today. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened at the corral. From what I heard, it was over steak. Apparently, somebody cut in line. 
His friend oh heard the same God. details. There was a shortage of steak, and two parties were involved, and one family cut in front of another family. They were taking their time, and they ran out of steak, and it got into a heated exchange at all the tables. I mean, that's rude and that's shitty, but is it really worth throwing a baby chair? I mean, wow. <laughs> God, people are crazy. Legitimately. <laughs> they really are. Things are things are wild, like you said. I mean, people haven't been out the house in a long time. You know, again. This I don't know. That excuse is got. starting to wear off, though. Like, we are outside more. Come we on. We outside. No. We outside. Like, <laughs> it's rampant. It's everywhere. COVID is nowhere near over, but we are outside. Yeah, yeah, a good number of people are outside. That is true. That is true. Them theme parks are filling up again. Oh, boy. Yeah. I saw that there care. was a, uh, a, a a figment, the dragon popcorn container that had people lining up at Disney yeah. all the way from the gate to wherever the hell figment is in there, which is apparently about three blocks worth of, of, of line. So, yeah, people are ecstatic. That's a that's a whole Disney culture issue that is I don't even want to get into of like reselling stuff too. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the only thing that was heartwarming about the story was is that um somebody had come to get one of those buckets for their daughter. Daughter couldn't get one, so she just basically just started crying at the top of her lungs. Aww. And somebody gave her one. So I thought yeah. that was really kind, you know. But oh yeah, I would be like, nope, you have the bucket, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm not a weird ass Disney adult. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things too. It's like I don't want to like put all of them in the same bucket. I don't want to just classify all Disney adults no, the same that's way. Fair. But man, there's a few intense people. The fast pass yeah. manipulators, the the people camping out for these buckets. Uh, you know, the folks that dress up like characters and try to like play with the characters that mm-hmm. they that are actually there. Weird shit, man. Don't touch people yeah, too. That's that's right about thing. that. Don't be touching on people. Um <laughs> the last bit of random news about Disney. Avengers Campus, the uh the Spider Man uh robot finally failed and crashed into a wall. The what? Okay, so there's a, a Spider-Man robot that they've teased throughout, you know, over these past few years. They've been teasing, like, something amazing is coming. And we have, uh, you know, robots that can that can do acrobatics now and that sort of thing. And they would always tease this one robot who would swing from a rope, do some pose in the air, and then land on a net. And everybody just knew that it was supposed to be Spider-Man, that they were building a Spider-Man robot to feature in some type of show at Disney. And people were right. There's a, um, there's a, a, a feature at Avengers Campus where Spider-Man is doing, you know, stunts and everything. And he's interacting with people. And at one point he goes behind a wall, you know, on top of a building. He goes behind something on top of a building and it goes, okay, I got to take off. It's time for me to launch. And, you know, they count down and all of a sudden this, robot flies through the air and lands somewhere where you can't see him probably on a net or something okay anyway um a couple of weeks ago (laughs) apparently the wind was blowing super hard and (laughs) the robot wasn't weighted correctly 
And that dude just crashed into a wall and crumpled in a very <laughs> convincing humanoid sort of That's way. That's awesome. That's so fucking awesome. And they didn't know what to do. They just had to stop the show because you can't have Spider-Man like, oh, I'm okay. And then, like, the robot's still there and then he comes out, you know. Yeah. You can't break the illusion. Those so poor kids. Like, what do you do? I don't know what they Spider-Man's did. Spider-Man's dead, y'all. <laughs> Not so amazing anymore, are you, bud? They say that a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That just gets one of those variants to come in, you know? Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll get Tobey Maguire. It's fine. <laughs> Spoilers. That's that's the next Spider-Verse. That Spider-Man robot. He's going to be in it. <laughs> so anyway, that's the wall of weird. Uh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. Not actually good, but, you know, good wall of weird. Panic at the Golden Corral is what I put, yes. <laughs> all right. Right on. So that's it for the show. That's all we got. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. That was a fun one. That was, that was. So, folks, if you'd like more shenanigans, follow us on social media at Lex and Matt across the board. Make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. So many things going on over there. Lots of cool things to come, including access to our Discord, which is mm-hmm. actually something that's in progress right now. It's not to come. Other stuff's to come, but that's going on right yeah. now. Lots of cool stuff. Merchandise. Merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Things. You know you want things. Mm-hmm. Lex and Matt, the lunchbox. So. Lex and Matt. <laughs> the doll. Can we get a lunchbox? That would be I want so a fun. lunchbox. That would be awesome. A little metal lunchbox. You know who collects lunchboxes? Who? Dave Batista collects lunchboxes. He has a whole. We should get Dave Batista Lex and Matt Lex and Matt lunchbox. I like that idea so much. He might do our show if we do that. Let's do that for him. Yeah. We love you, Dave. Let's do this. (laughs) The streamer. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Obviously, we are very tired. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Sorry, I stepped on it. Also that. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. That just makes everything better.